This is Dave Morris. Today I want to talk to you about a problem I encountered um, last year it was in fact 2012 and uh, some of the research I did and experiments that I tried to carry out to fix the problem. Didn't quite get there but uh, hopefully you'll find the voyage interesting. So the original problem was that back in 2012, Ken Fallon tried to use Google Calendar to set up an event for recording the monthly community news shows on HPR. He wanted to be able to send out uh, invitations to people using that means. He wanted to set it up so that the message went out, the event was set for the Saturday before the first Monday of each month. Quite surprisingly he didn't find a way to do this and ended up deleting the attempt and going for another method. This puzzled me because um, you'd think that's what calendaring was all about. I looked at the, the application I use which is Thunderbird with the lightning plug-in to see if I could do it. Um, but I couldn't find a way either. Not too surprisingly, I'm sure Ken had looked at all manner of ways of achieving this. So I thought I'd do a bit of research about what what, was, what might be going on here. I was aware that calendars like Google Calendar and many more use the iCalendar format um, to represent events and so I thought I'd try and find out more about this. I've come across it before and have always wondered how this stuff works. How do you represent an event and all the other stuff that you can do in setting up a calendar? So I grabbed a copy of the RFC that covers this, which is 5545, and tried to absorb enough to get a vague idea of how it defines recurrent entries of this sort. It's pretty heavy going, I must say. I haven't read it myself. It's, it's about 9,000 lines of pretty dense text, um, but uh, it's possible to grab a copy and I've left a, a link in the show notes for you. So I discovered that there are two primary methods of defining recurrent events within iCalendar. There's a command, I suppose you call it a command, um, which is R rule, spelt R R U L E, and R date. The R root, the R rule, sorry, property is the more powerful of the two, and of course the more complex. The description of R rule is long and involved. 
but in the context of this problem I could see how to define the first Monday of every month which is if you go and look at a calendaring application such as Thunderbird it's it's there in the GUI it's uh, you can say I want this to repeat every month on the first Monday and the the rule underneath it is uh, I've written it in the in the show notes but I'll, this is simple enough that I can read it out to you it's R rule R R U L E colon frequency that's F R E Q equals monthly semicolon by day B Y D A Y equals one M O now fairly obviously the frequency equals monthly simply means that the rule repeats every month and by day equals one M O then means that the the day every month is the first Monday so that's pretty simple quite neat actually so most calendar applications are well able to deal with this sort of specification and uh, seems to be the way in which most recurrent events are defined you can um, dump calendar entries out into, into files and go and look at them if you're, you're interested so I thought I'd have a have a try at using this uh, iCalendar stuff to to do what was needed. Um, obviously the first Monday of the month is not what we wanted, we wanted the Saturday before that. Um, but then I found that the iCalendar syntax doesn't have an obvious way of subtracting two days to get the Saturday before. You'd think it'd be easy enough to say first Monday of the month, take away two days and there you go. It's not quite as simple as that. So I discovered that the the by day part of the rule um, can be followed by a list of days of the week, which are represented as two character strings: M O for Monday, T U for Tuesday, etc. And um, you can also precede each of these days with a digit, meaning the first first Monday, second Monday, etc. There's a further part to the rule which is by set pos b y s e t p o s s, which modifies the by day rule, and it's um, followed by a separated list of values, comma separated list of values, which correspond to the nth occurrence within the set of events. That's pretty complex to say, but. Um, if we take the the rule I had before and modify it a bit, so we've got our rule equals frequency equals monthly by day equals. Now here we can we're going to put a list um, Saturday and that's S A comma Sunday S U comma one M O. So that's a list that says the first Monday of the month, and the list also contains the Saturday and the Sunday before it. We follow that with semicolon b y s e t p o s by set pos equals one. So the intention here is to say every month go and find the group of days which contains the first Monday, that group of three days, the Saturday and the Sunday before it, and take the first. So that's actually quite nice, quite elegant, a little bit convoluted, but uh, there you go. Um, 
I was quite surprised to find that this actually worked once I'd actually uh, constructed this rule and plugged it into a calendar but I found that it has a, a fatal flaw if the three days in the by day group are all in the same month it works fine but if either the Saturday or the Sunday are in the previous month something or other fails to backtrack enough and drops the event on the wrong day it's as if the algorithm has been written only to deal with dates within a given month not to span one month to another well even if this worked reliably I suspect that many calendar applications couldn't define it the interface, certainly with, with Thunderbird and Lightning, the interface um, does not have the capability to uh, to specify something this complicated. Anyway, in the show notes I've put the um, an example of the the calendar, the full iCalendar entry that I wrote to a file and um, plugged into Thunderbird to get the effect that I that I just described. So you can have a look at that and see if you can um, get it to, to work with your calendar. Maybe there's a calendar out there that does actually do the right thing. Be most interested if that were the case. So rather than give up entirely at this point, I thought I'd have a, a go at another experiment. Um, I discovered that there's an alternative way of specifying repeated dates though not in such a nice compact way as the R rule um, the R date specification that I mentioned before uh, allows you to define a number of events by simply specifying them they don't have to follow any particular rule and uh, it can be anything now there are ways of doing this you can actually say within calendaring applications the ones that I've looked at anyway that, that you know, you want it to occur on these specific dates. Um, though making that happen seems to be rather involved. Anyway, I um, thought I'd have a go at building a test calendar containing the next 12 community news events um, and uh, constructed this by hand. You'll be surprised. Um, to find that uh, there's a plugin for Vim which recognizes the iCalendar syntax so that makes it quite nice um, and prevents you making mistakes so rather than do this uh, I thought I'd put together a Perl script to um, generate a block of events using our date and there's a reference to this script in the show notes. You can go and examine it on the show notes page. And um, there'll be a link to, the, to a downloadable copy if you wish to grab it and play around with it. The script uses the Perl modules date calc um, and data iCal. Date calc is used to perform date calculations and the other one data iCal 
generates iCalendar data. So you can run the script. Um, it's called Make Calendar, and pipes its it sends its output to standard out, so you can pipe that to a file. There's an example of it being used in the show notes. Um, by default, it generates 12 appointments, and there's an example of a set of these appointments in the show notes, um, which you can load into Thunderbird and any other iCalendar-based calendar, I assume, um, and uh, get the desired result. Um, you can't edit them in any certainly not in Thunderbird. You can't edit the sub events. You can just delete them. Um, so you couldn't move one of them to another day, as far as I can make out. But uh, the idea works, although it's a hell of a convoluted way to get calendar events. Um, I did try this with K Organizer. I'm a KDE user, and that's the only other calendar I had available to me. Um, and it sees the multiple dates as multiple discrete events rather than a single recurring event. But um, there's there's some hope in this. But it's still not not ideal. But um, maybe better than the uh, the R rule thing that gets the dates wrong. <laughs> so I thought I'd have a have a look for and see if I could find another way of doing this. So I went for another experiment which um, where I looked at other calendaring systems. And there are the two that I looked at um, do seem to have ways of ha handling this type of date specification better. For example, I've used a, a tool called PCAL for many years which generates postscript calendars into which you can um, add events and then you can hang it on the wall or carry it around with you as I used to do um, and its its syntax can quite reliably specify the Saturday before the first Monday of each month and you simply type the expression Saturday before first Monday in all which means every month the, f the Saturday before the first Monday and it does, does a fine job of, of computing it but uh, not particularly useful unless you like carrying around paper calendars. There's another tool um, that I looked at which is called Remind which can do the same thing um, and I won't read out the expression in this case. Uh, have a look at the show notes you can see the specification to um, to generate events like this. But the interesting thing about Remind is that it comes with a tool which can generate iCalendar data it's called rem2ics it expects output from the remind command and then it generates iCalendar data from it so I've given an example um, command pipeline to uh, to show how uh, you could generate 12 meetings from the reminder that I've specified there um, and uh, produce uh, an iCalendar file from it. So I discovered that this uses rdate, um, as my Perl script does, to, to generate such a set of events. 
um, and does quite a nice job of it. But uh, it's 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 still not the the thing that I wanted. So the conclusion after all this experimentation is that uh, the iCalendar specification should be able to generate appointments of the type that we need using the, the R rule specification because you'd want that because you could generate infinite appointments that just carry, the rule just keeps operating forever. It should be able to do this but the small number of calendaring applications I've checked it against don't seem to be able to do it for some reason. It's uh, The only conclusion I can draw is that they've not been implemented properly. So other tools that don't use iCalendar have less difficulty representing such things, but uh, they're not quite the, the same thing. They're not going to call you to, to a meeting and all that sort of good stuff that uh, that iCalendar things are supposed to do. So I'd be interested if anybody has any other experiences around this area, um, some thoughts about how this could be solved more effectively, then just let me know. So there's a bunch of links in the show notes that hopefully will give you some help if you want to follow this up any further. But otherwise, that's it. Okay, bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.